Coach D. And thank you for tuning in to the Standing O Podcast, where we bring those silent athlete stories to life. This is no locker room motivational speech. We dig deep to uncover your confidence. A couple of Christmases ago, my husband was gifted a Polaroid camera. And now I'm sure you remember Polaroid cameras. For me, they were a little bit before my generation. I grew up with the wind cameras. You know, the one where you click and then you wind it and it'll count down how many pictures you have left. Um, But I certainly remember Polaroids at like, you know, Christmases or like events and stuff. And you take the picture home and you'd write your name on it. Well, like I have literally millions of photos of my kids, like no joke, millions of photos of my kids, but they live on my phone and on my computer. And let's face it on like the social webs of the internet. They have very few experiences with holding an actual photo of themselves, like tangibly in their hands. That's why this Polaroid was so cool to them. And the fact that it spits out the camera, you know, and the noise that that makes, and then that you get this little square and you get to hold on to it. But I remember my kids looking at it and almost being so excited and then disappointed because the thing they were holding in their hand was black. Like there was no photo. And if you think about it, we live in such an instant world. You know, they, you take a picture of yourself, you see it as you, you literally see the photo as you're taking the photo and then you can zoom in and you can zoom out and you can crop it and you can filter it and you can change it and you can retake it a hundred times if you want till you get the exact photo you want. But with a Polaroid photo, you get one shot. You literally get one shot and then you have to wait. You have to wait for that photo to go from black And then it slowly turns this like greenish color in the middle. And then that greenish yellowish color grows a little bit. And little by little, you start to see this image unfold. My kids didn't understand this concept of waiting. But they found it very exciting. Like, ooh, what's this picture going to be? Right? It was almost magic as it was unfolding for them. Waiting. Waiting is hard when you're a little kid. But waiting is also hard when you're an athlete. Because if you think about it, being an athlete, the whole thing is waiting. You write a goal on a piece of paper and then you wait the whole season until that moment comes, until that championship game, until that championship competition, or until you get the letter from the college recruit, or until you make the mark. Being an athlete is all about waiting. You have an idea, you have a focus, but then you have to wait wait to see how it unfolds. And so that's what I want to ask you today. How well are you waiting in this instant gratification filtered world where you can see athletes that you compete against, where you can see athletes across the country 
where you can see all of the things that they are doing. How are you waiting? When practices are hard and you're not connecting like you should and and you're in a slump and you're struggling, how well are you waiting? Let me tell you a little story about a girl named Lauren. Lauren had a lot of success as a freshman. She was just naturally this athlete. She had this background in dance and she played all kinds of sports growing up and she she was just super athletic and tall and she just had a, a lot of confidence in who she was and what she could do. So her freshman year, things kind of came pretty easy for her. She competed on the varsity team as a freshman and she competed in the state meet and you could you could just see a a field of potential wide open in front of her. But as it so often does for high school girls, especially around that sophomore year, it wasn't as easy. There's always this adjustment period for young athletes. And in girls, it always tends to hit about that time, about sophomore year of high school. You know, your body changes, it grows. And and especially like a sport in track and field where you rely solely on your body to, to do the things you need it to do for the sport, like run and jump, there's not so much technical things you can hide behind. It's just you and your body. And you feel the change. You feel how things aren't as easy as they used to be. And you have to make all kinds of adjustments because your center of gravity is different or you've grown and it's just harder. And it's different. And that difference can be frustrating. It's a lot of change and it's a lot to deal with. And for Lauren, she felt it. She could feel the changes. She could feel the slump. She struggled through the injuries and she got discouraged. Practice was, it was no longer fun for her. Competitions were no longer fun for her. They were frustrating. And the sport she once thrived at, the sport she once loved so much, the teammates she enjoyed being around, none of that was happening anymore. None of it was fun. She was discouraged and disconnected. And she kind of rode that spiral for a while. By her junior year, she was, you know, making excuses and maybe trying different things because she thought maybe the hurdles weren't for her. Maybe high jump wasn't for her anymore. And she was literally on the verge of quitting. And after that season, going that summer going into her senior year, she really did some soul searching. And it was to the point where she just, she made a decision. Yes, track is something she wanted to do. Track is something she really loved. Being a college athlete was always a dream of hers. And so she made a decision to pursue it. And even though looking at her results from her junior year, they didn't garner any college looks. She wasn't really even competing at the varsity level and looking at the depth chart. You'd think just based solely off what she did in the past season, you'd think she wouldn't be on the team. But Lauren made a decision. She had enough courage to believe in herself. So Lauren focused. She got to work. 
She didn't just say she wanted to be a college athlete. Like, how many times have you heard people say that and then do nothing different? Make no changes, make no progress towards that goal? Lauren didn't just say it. She showed up for workouts every day, starting in June. She did extra hurdle practices. Even through the long Iowa winters, she asked for advice on her block starts, on her running mechanics, on her jump form. She developed better habits outside of just the track. And she reconnected with her teammates, not just in practices or in workouts. She reconnected with her teammates outside of the track. She found a fun again. She found enjoyment again. She found connection again because she started to focus. Lauren was consistent. She used her waiting time well. And slowly, she started to see her image develop. Lauren's waiting wasn't magic. But to those who weren't with her every day, it almost appeared as if it was. It almost appeared as if she came out of nowhere. But it wasn't magic. Lauren waited well. And the coolest thing about Lauren's story, and the thing that makes me the most proud of her, just having been a part of it, of watching it as her coach, is that like that Polaroid picture, like when you're waiting for it, it's exciting because, you know, you know what you, you know what you snapped at, you know what you took a picture of, but as that picture is slowly developing, it's slowly like coming into focus, you see other things you didn't notice at first. Like if it's a picture, right? You, you, maybe you didn't realize that the dog was napping underneath the window, or maybe you didn't see your grandma stuffing her face with a sandwich in the background. Or maybe as you watch that picture, you develop, you're like, huh, me and my mom, we're wearing the same pants, right? That's kind of the fun of watching a photo, a Polaroid slowly develop. Well, that was like Lauren's story. Because she waited well, like her goal, her vision was to be a really good 100 meter hurdler. And you know what? She was. She went from, you know, I'm not trying to be mean to Lauren or anything, but she went from being not very successful her junior year. Like she barely broke 18 seconds to her senior year. She's fourth in the state. Fourth in the whole state. At the Drake Relays, she's fourth place. She runs under 15 seconds, which was a huge goal. And I'm going crazy, just celebrating because I know how hard she worked for this. I know what a moment this was. And my phone rings. And it's a college coach. And he says, hey, Coach D, can you tell me about that Lauren girl? A dream coming in to reality. But you know what else? She wasn't just a great 100 meter hurdler. She got really good at the 400s, a race she'd never considered really running before. But she became one of the best 400 hurdlers in the state. And she was on our state 4x400 team. I mean, just think about that. Something she didn't even... She wasn't even visualizing the 400, but because she was so focused 
on her one goal, because she had these habits, because she consistently showed up, because she waited well, other things, other good things came with it. Sometimes after the waiting, you get more than you initially pictured. Because she waited well, she developed more than her goal. So let me ask you again, how are you waiting? Are you waiting well? Well, let me give you a couple tips, a couple tips that make the waiting almost appear like magic. First, just put your head down and do the work. Show up and show up consistently. Put the phone down, stop scrolling and just show up. Show up even when you don't want to. Show up when it's hard. Show up when you feel like you're sucking. Just show up. Put your head down and do the work. Number two, put a big goal where you can see it. Write that big gigantic goal on your mirror. Put it on the screen of your phone. Someplace you see it every day. And so it's just subconsciously in the back of your mind. Always this reminder of what you're shooting for. Write the big goal. Put the big goal where you can see it. But your focus is on the day-to-day. It's on the small step, one step at a time. What are you doing today? Understanding that each step, each day is leading you to that big goal. It's kind of like that whole aunt and uncle experience. You know, when you go back for family vacations and your aunt and your uncle, they're like, oh my gosh, you're just, you've gotten so big, but you hadn't noticed how big you gotten because you see yourself every day, right? So that's what you've got to think about when you're waiting. It's just the day to day. Do those things consistently. And all of a sudden they'll show up in that big moment. Oh, this big change has happened. And you didn't know it because you were so focused, keeping your head down and working day to day. Your focus is the day to day. And lastly, just put yourself in the story of the person you want to be. So for example, if you want to be a state champion, all those decisions you make, all those things you have to do, how would a state champion handle that? Would a state champion skip the workout? Would a state champion go to that party? Would a state champion stay up till 1 a.m. on their phone? Ask yourself the question, put yourself in that narrative, and then it becomes a little bit easier to make the decision. So put your head down and do the work. Write the big goals, but focus on the day-to-day. And then make sure the narrative in your head is the narrative of the person you want to be. Just like the picture, just like that Polaroid, the waiting part is fun. The waiting part is exciting. So approach your sport that way. Approach your goals that way. This is exciting. This is fun. I wonder how it's going to turn out. Wait that way with your goals. Know that it's slowly coming into focus. And that's exciting. That is what's fun. Wait well 
and you'll be surprised by how beautiful it all turns out. So ladies, here's to waiting. Thanks for listening to the Standing O podcast. If you'd love more stories and episodes like this, please leave a review and let us know. Thanks for subscribing, for sharing, and for tuning in. Until next time, this is Coach D, and I'm cheering you on.